0: What's up, everyone? This is episode 7 of the Movie Maniacs podcast. Uh, I'm your host, Noah, and it's just going to be me talking today. Um, So, a little while ago, I was thinking about the big franchise of Star Wars. And I was thinking about whether or not Disney ruined... Star Wars the Star Wars franchise and you know I'll hold off my feelings on that for maybe another episode but I was looking at everything Disney had done with the Star Wars franchise you know I was looking at the Force Awakens and they had a totally unsuspected mega hit one of the highest grossing movies just of all time and the Rogue One came and I'm gonna say I loved Rogue One I thought was a Fantastic movie. Uh some of the best space battles we've had. I love the characters. Another great hit for Disney. Then we had Last Jedi. And yeah, that made a lot of money too, but it was a controversial film and just It made a lot of money, but it's still a controversial film and a lot of people talk about it. But I'd really I really try to stay away from that movie just because of everything it brings with it. I'm not a huge fan of the movie, but some people go way too far with their just accusations against the actors, and it gets really out of hand. Um, And then we had Solo, and that movie bombed. It bombed hard, like out of the blue, and it had a lot of things working against it. It had a new actor playing as Han Solo. It had the controversy of The Last Jedi. It had some behind the scenes drama. There had been they had shot the movie twice and it was two times what most expensive blockbusters are, which three hundred I think like billion dollars or thousand dollars. I'm not sure. But like I'm pretty sure it was three hundred million. And it did not make its way back, it was a bomb, and it was not, it did not do good in theaters, and that, I think they got, uh, just Disney Lucas Lucasfilm off the rocker a little bit, made them a little uneasy, and then we had Rise of Skywalker, another controversial film, uh, and it made its way back, I think it, I think it even made it in the billion dollar category, uh, but, man, uh, still another controversial film, and Disney had already had low expectations coming in, and I think that this movie took time just to catch up with everything, I think it had a slow, slow opening, and it was suspected to just be, it wasn't suspected to be a success, but it was, it was a success, like I said, I think it even made the billion dollar category, um, So, it got me thinking uh, how Star Wars has 11 movies. Then I was looking at the MCU, the Marvel Cinematic Universe, and they have had 23 movies and have never had a bomb. And that's pretty much what I'm here to talk about. I'm here to talk about Marvel's success and their future. Because I think that people walking into a Marvel movie, suspect or just already know it's going to be good. And I'm not going to disagree with them because that's kind of the point, is that Marvel consistently puts out decent films. And there may be some you don't like. I don't like Thor the Dark World. Most people don't like The Incredible Hulk. I'm 2 and 3 are controversial films. Not everybody likes those movies. Uh, but overall... Most people like all their movies, and they're all fairly regularly well-received. Like I said, I think Thor The Dark World's probably the worst film, but Thor The Dark World was a success. It made a lot of money, and every single Marvel Cinematic Universe has made a lot of money. Now, I will say they came close to not... uh breaking even with the Incredible Hulk. I think that was the one that they made the least out of, or maybe even Ant-Man the Wasp. I'm not sure. But, they were still a success. They've never had a bomb. And, if you look at 23 Marvel movies, and then 11... Yeah, that's right. 11 Star Wars movies, you kind of see just... How great Marvel is. And I'm not I don't wanna come off as just some Marvel shill because I have problems with the franchise. I really do. I don't think I like I said, I don't like Thor the Dark World. I think Iron Man 2 and 3 is a bit of a are both a bit of a mess. Um and I think there are some problems with it, but overall Marvel has a well is a well oiled machine that puts out consistently good products, and really you see so many people trying and trying to copy this formula, and they're all getting it wrong. Now some people have gotten it right, and you can see the DC universe slowly getting right. That makes me excited. Um, what it's in the DC's future, but really uh, Marvel's up top right now. Uh, with the success of Endgame, they have made, that movie has made the most money out of any other movie in the world. It beat Avatar, and that's the, like, biggest movie of all time. And, while I'll say that it's a huge plus for Marvel, <laughs> because it is, um, I am not going to say that that doesn't come to problems. Um, now, I think that the MCU will always be remembered. Uh, and people for decades and decades are going to try to copy this formula, and they're going to fail. They just will. Some, somebody eventually will get it right, but people are going to be looking back at Marvel and trying to figure out what they did and how they got it so perfect. And... You know, honestly, I'm not going to sit here and say that I know, because I don't. I I don't know what goes on in Kevin Feige's head, but I think that Kevin Feige uh, is probably should be considered to be a genius, uh, just because of how well he's worked Marvel into shape and just helped the consistently good movies. Um... And, you know, like I said, I was talking about how Avengers Endgame was a plus and a minus, and the minus is that I don't know how on earth they're going to top it off. I just don't see it. I don't know how they are. And I also want to start talking about Marvel's future. Now, as far as I know, coming up next, we have those Marvel shows, Captain America. That uh Falcon and Winter Soldier show, with a- Anthony Anthony Mackie, Sebastian Stan. That looks good. The Loki show looks good. WandaVision looks interesting. The shows look intriguing. I will say that, but their movies coming up, I'm a little iffy on. People are going to go see Black Widow, um, now with the with the coronavirus going around, uh, or COVID nineteen, whatever you want to call it, and movies are being pushed into. Uh, home video. I just don't see. It's uncertain the success of Black Widow. I don't, I don't know if they're pushing it to direct a video, if they're holding it off like they are Fast and Furious Nine and James Bond. Um, but I do know that the whether or not that movie is is going to be a success is becoming a little more shifty. I think. Uh, but. I'm going to see it. I know that. And I'm excited for it. Uh, I wasn't excited for it in the first couple trailers, but I am now. I saw the third and final trailer, and I thought it looked really good. It told me a little more about the movie, and I thought that Marvel was being a little too coy with their trailers. Like, they're almost trying to hide that this movie was going to be said in the past, because, spoiler alert, Black Widow's dead. But, um... Still, like I think the third trailer looked good. It get, got me excited for the movie. Now, something else that's coming up on Marvel's future is the Turtles, and I'm pretty sure it's supposed to come out this year. I'm not sure if it is till now, but um, I don't know the Turtles. I don't know anything about them. I'm a I like comic books, but I have I just know nothing about the Turtles. The I don't even know the concept. There's probably some space dudes. It sounds like some space dudes. Um, Cosmic, I bet. I think that with the success of the Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 1 and 2, that they're going to be pushing more cosmic. Uh, Because you can really see they're pushing more cosmic before Ragnarok. And I think that this is another cosmic movie. But nothing about this movie interests me. Like at all. Um, I'm gonna see it. It's Marvel. Uh I will see this movie when it comes out. But for people who don't have so much devotion to these movies, like maybe I do, I don't see so many people going to see this movie. And I'm really gonna rely on these trailers to show me something good because I don't think anyone knows what the trailers is about. And you know, I wasn't in the movie world, um, when, like, the Guardians of the Galaxy movies were coming out and, like, nobody knew what, those movie- what the- this movie was going to be about. Like, it had a talking raccoon and a talking tree. Like, everyone thought that'd be Marvel's first bomb, but it was an absolute success. Uh, but this is such an uncertain movie for me because nothing about it looks interesting, but nothing about it looks bad. It looks like it's just going to be there. And just so for people who do not have that much devotion, this could be Marvel's Bob because of Solo. But yet, I think of the success of Endgame, people are still going to go see it. Because I think Endgame got a lot of people rejuvenated. And that was a plus. That's part of the pluses on Endgame. Uh, I think people are going to see it. But I think that... I wish I knew what Kevin Feige was thinking right now. Because I don't see anything... I don't see any potential in The Eternals. But, anyway, moving on to that is Shang-Chi. A character who I I know a little bit about. I think he's an interesting character. Uh, And, like, you know, he's like a a kung fu karate dude or something like that. And and I think he'll be interesting. Uh, I think that'll be a really cool hand-to-hand fight action movie if you get some good choreographers in there. I think that'll be interesting, so I'll, I'll go see that, but Marvel's pushing into these very obscure areas, um, now Thor's Love Thunder, I will go see that, like, I 100% want to see it, and I think a lot of people will too, since it's got Taika Titi's name on it again, Christian Bale will be in there, uh, an actor who I absolutely love, uh, Chris Hemsworth's coming back, of course. Uh, But then they're bringing back Natalie Portman? Why? Because I don't think a lot of people liked that, uh, liked Natalie Portman in this movies. I know, like, some fangirls probably did. Like, I bet they loved all the mushy-mushy stuff just with Thor and, and Jade, but I didn't. And, honestly, those first two Thor movies weren't just fantastic. I mean, Thor 1 was decent. Thor 2 was not good. Thor 3 rocks. One of my favorite Marvel movies. Um, Yeah, but, man. I don't know why they're bringing Natalie Portman back. And they're, like, talking about, like... She taking over Thor, Thor's name, which is some stuff with like comic and mythology, where like, uh, stuff with like Munir and a bunch of stuff. Like, there's some like stuff you see Natalie Portman holding Thor's hammer, and um, jeez, like I don't know, cause I don't like Natalie Portman in those movies. I know that she's a beloved actress. I think she's capable of being a good actress, but she's not good in the prequels, she's not good in the Thor movies, she's won an Oscar, I'm, like I said, I'm not sitting here saying that she is a bad actress, but she is not good in the Thor movies, and she didn't want to be there with the prequels, and I don't think she wanted to be there with Thor The Dark World, and she's like 25% of the movie, of the part, why well, that movie isn't that great, uh, she's pushing for Patty Jenkins to direct Thor and, uh, Thor The Dark World, and I'm not gonna say that it was a terrible idea. Uh, Patty Jenkins has made one of the best superhero movies of all time, according to some people. I don't think it's the best, but like Wonder Woman is one of some people's favorite superhero movies. Patty Jenkins clearly has some talent and would probably rescue Thor The Dark World. But Natalie Portman was not cooperating on set. I'm just gonna say that. Like, she didn't want to be here. Her acting is not top notch. Um, so, I don't see why Feige is bringing her back. Uh, I mean, she wasn't really a success. They had issues with her. Like, she left, or they kicked her out, whatever you want to say. But I still will get to see Thor Love Thunder, because I think Taika Waititi knows what he's doing. He's become, he's become to be one of my favorite directors. I think it's an interesting taste, and he's already made a mark on Hollywood. Uh, Next up is Spider-Man 3. Once again, I'm going to see that one as well. I love these Spider-Man movies. Top Holland's my favorite Spider-Man. Spider-Man Homecoming, my second favorite Spider-Man movie, probably. I'm not sure. Uh, The the first Sam Raimi one and uh, Spider-Man Homecoming are kind of competing. I love Michael Keaton and Homecoming. Uh, But, yeah. I mean, I'm excited for that one, I'm going to say. I don't know much about it. Only recently did Marvel get the rights back from Sony. Not the full rights, but some rights. And I'm excited for that one. And I'm also excited for Fantastic Four. Something I thought I would never say. But John Krasinski and Emily Blunt being the two stars is um, actually very reassuring. Uh, I really like those two actors a lot. Uh, I thought they were good in A Quiet Place. I think that... I don't like Mary Poppins Returns, but I thought that Emily Blunt was just as good of a Mary Poppins as Julia Andrews. Um, so yeah, I'll, I'll actually be excited for that one. But, oh! Uh, you see, I think that... There is Doctor Strange, The Multiverse of Madness. And... That is exciting as well. A horror Marvel movie. Marvel's trying new things. I'm excited for that. i liked like to Batch the, the most when he was in a team movie. But I think bringing in uh, Scarlet Witch could be an excellent and a really well done move uh, for Marvel. Uh, Black Panther 2 comes out in a couple of years, I think. Uh, I'm excited about that. I don't know who the villain that's going to be. And... I think that... I'm surprised that Marvel isn't striking the Iron bonds hot. Because it's still hot. I thought it would come out in 2020. But it's not. Um, Now, I think that, honestly, I came off a little more positive, to be honest. With these upcoming movies. Uh, More than I actually thought I would be when when I sat down to do this podcast. Um, but there's still the main problem. If that's, what are, what is these movies building to? Like, what are they building to? Because with phase one, building to the Avengers. We had something to look forward to when we were going to see these. And I mean, we had a good time watching them, but we were, Avengers was usually always on our minds. Phase two. Another Avengers movie was coming. We were excited. Now, C.A. you about Edge of I think it's a, actually a pretty good movie. Uh, then, uh, Phase 3 came, and everyone is super pumped about Avengers Infinity War. The number one opening weekend of all time, I think. It beat Avatar. No, not, not Avatar. Uh, Force Awakens. And, I mean, Yeah. Everyone was excited for People were building toward it. Thor Ragnarok had that awesome post credit scene. Thor was in some serious trouble with Thanos. We knew that at the post credit scene. We were building towards something. We had something to look forward to. And now, Avengers Endgame's past. Biggest movie of all time. Now what? Like, what, what happens now? I mean, I'm gonna have to say I like these new characters, but I am not gonna cheer when Spider Man says "Avengers Assemble" and charges towards Galactus, because I guess maybe now I i, I have to say I grew up watching the Marvel movies. These these heroes have liked... Walked with me through my childhood. Like, and they still do. And I guess that now Marvel is thinking about another generation. But I I still think that surely Marvel knows that they have adult audiences. Right? I mean, they have to. Just, I mean, there's the comic nerds out there such as myself, who, like, read these comics and, like, want to see their heroes portrayed on screen after reading the comics, and, like, those are usually adult audiences, so why are they interesting them a whole lot, like, because I think that they should always be building up to something, that's part of the reason why this franchise, like, the one of franchise I think has been so successful is because people are going to see these movies so they know what's happening when they go to see that next Avengers movie. Now, I'm not going to say that Avengers, um, what it be? Five? Avengers five? I don't see how they're going to do it. I really don't. Because they're going to have to top off Avengers again. Actually, let me rephrase that. I don't know if they have to. But I think people will be expecting it. Because Marvel consistently puts out good movies. And, I mean, I don't know. I, mean, I really don't. Like I don't know what Marvel is going to do now. And that's the big minus on Endgame. It, it really is. Because I don't know what's coming up next in the future. And honestly, more uh, other movies are more interesting for me and other superhero movies have become more extinct. I mean, we had Joker come out, the most profitable superhero movie of all time. I thought Shazam was a really good hit for DC. Morbius trailer looks really cool. Like, so much about Jared Leto's Joker, but I think this one looks good. Venom 2 is going to come out, directed by Andy Serkis. I haven't gotten to the first Venom yet, that's on my watch list, but... Yeah, I'm definitely... That looks intriguing with uh, Woody Harrelson as Carnage. He had that bad wig, so I hope they get rid of that. Uh, But that looks interesting. Just like some of these franchises are catching up. Like You asked me if I'd rather see Black Widow or Godzilla vs. King Kong. I might have to say Godzilla vs. King Kong. I think it's King Kong vs. Godzilla. I'm not sure. But uh, that looks more interesting to me. And I think that Marvel's really gonna have to show that they still got it. Cause, I thought Spider-Man 5 from home was good. I didn't think it was Marvel's best. But, I still thought that it was very solid. I liked Jake Gyllenhaal a lot as the villain. Um, but yeah, I just wish I knew what Marvel's building for too. I wanted to have something to look forward to when I go to watch these movies, because I think that's why people get so invested, is because they're building towards that next thing. I saw so I forgot to mention Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Two with James Gunn returning. Yes, uh, that's gonna be cool as well. Still, what are we building towards too? I I don't know. I really don't. I wish I do, but that's just something that Marvel is going to have to figure out. It's something Kevin Feige is going to have to work really hard on. Like, I think he should not be, he should not be sleeping at night (laughs) just because of, I think this is going to become a much more issue. If Eternals doesn't do good, then, then Feige is really going to have to be thinking just because that's going to be something where Marvel's trying something really new again. And if that doesn't do good, that's going to shake Marvel bad. But I, I still think it's going to do good. Just because of the end Game. Like I said, it Game is going to bring people to theaters. Just because of how beloved that movie is now. Which um, I also want to talk about how successful Marvel's been. I, I feel like I've come up a little more negative, actually, than I want it to sound. And I want to read I, I sat down to do this podcast because I was amazed at how successful Marvel's been. I also wanted to look at their future as well, and like I said, I don't know how bright their future looks, but I still think that people are going to watch these movies, and Marvel is still destined to be a successful successful franchise. Though, it might have set them up for like another decade. Like, seriously, I'm not even joking. Uh, still, for the fans who want a little more than just mediocrity, or just want something to build forward to, that's gonna be a bit of a problem. But I'm sure Feige will figure it out. I've put my faith in Feige. I think that he will get the job done. He seems to have always had before, and he's part of the reason this franchise has worked so well. So I'm sure he'll figure it out. I have my, I'm a little nervous, but I trust Feige, and I'm sure he'll figure he'll figure it out. Um, but now uh, you know you look at these other uh, cinematic universes, I suppose, where they've tried to connect things. You know, we had the Mummy, which is a flop. It's such a weird flop, too. Like I don't know what Tom Cruise saw in that movie. I, I really don't. And then we have the DC universe, which I'm gonna say is doing better. Um, they're getting much more stronger. Aquaman was a success, I didn't like it, but it was a a success, most people did, um, Shazam, a lot of fun, A, a great, a great time, um, Joker, I mean, a controversial film, but a hit, most people did like the movie, um, and then, you know, I'm gonna say that, I am excited about the Batman movie. I'm totally forgot to mention it. That completely came out of my mind. The Batman movie looks good. I love what I see from the set photos. I think Robert Pattinson is an excellent choice. Um, Colin Farrell is going to be in it. Andy Circus looks really good. I think that'll be a hit. I don't think it's going to be better than the Dark Knight. I don't think any superhero movie's been better than the Dark Knight. But yeah, I'm excited. Um, you know, they have the Batgirl. A little uncertain if that's going to happen or not. I know Just has officially left that project, as far as I know. Um, you know, they got Aquaman 2. I think DC's future looks bright. They look like they have some successes coming up with Aquaman 2. People like that. People are going to see it again. Uh, I think DC is set up pretty well. Don't know about the MonsterVerse. I didn't like those two Godzilla movies. I thought Kong Skull Island was an underrated success. I thought it was very... A lot of fun. Uh, the term popcorn flick has almost become an insult now, but it really isn't. Uh, I think that that's a fair compliment. I think that a popcorn flick is the perfect way to describe... Um, uh, Comics World, hard. Uh But, yeah, I mean... I don't know if Godzilla versus King Kong is gonna be just a huge success. I'm gonna go see it. I think a lot of people will. Uh, but I'm not sure. Just cause this first two Godzilla movies just weren't beloved. Ah, uh, I don't think they were. At least I mean, I found out King of Monsters did not do good at all in theaters. Godzilla did do good, I think Kong Skull Island did well. I uh, did good as well. Uh... So, I think that the Monsters is a little uncertain, but I'm a fan. I'm gonna go see it. Uh, Godzilla vs. King Kong. But, uh. Then there's the Transformers. And I guess that's become a symptomatic a universe now. Um. Just with the Bubblebee movie, I think that's almost what they're aiming at now. And I thought Bubblebee was good. I haven't seen the other Transformers movies, but, uh. I think that that, that was probably going to end up being their best one, and I think it was a lot of fun. Um, I liked the, the I think it was in the 1970s, I liked that take, uh, but I also didn't see any Transformers movies coming out soon, so I don't know, I, I, I put my money down and say that franchise is over. Um, honestly, I don't know what's coming up next as far as franchises go, uh, there is Star Wars. Mentioned that earlier at the beginning of this episode, but we have that coming up, and, you know, Rise of Skywalker, I liked it. I'm gonna say that. I thought it was good. I'm a little bit of a sucker for nostalgia, and I think this one of J.J. Abrams flaws, and I kind of have a love hate relationship with his movies just because of how much he feeds our nostalgia and how much I fall for it, but I kind of love it at the same time. But then I don't like that he's doing it because I think it's a sucker move. But, uh, you know, say what you about Ryan Johnson and The Last Jedi, but Ryan Johnson's a good director. I think he is. Uh, now that's one of my favorite movies of all time, and I think that. His trilogy looks promising. I know the Game of Thrones dudes were supposed to make a trilogy and I think that got cancelled or something. But I love the idea of going and making old Republic movies. Um a little I'm a fan of the old Republic books. I like those um I like those books. The Darth Bay trilogy is fantastic. It's one of my favorite books. Uh, such an interesting Uh, concept, really, and I love that trilogy. Um, So I'd be definitely interested in um, an Old Republic trilogy. That sounds really interesting. We need to stay away, though, from the Skywalker stuff. I think people are burnt out on that. I just think they are. But I honestly don't know if this trilogy will be a success, because people... There's no characters bringing them in. There's just the fans and I'd say I'm gonna do a separate podcast episode on the fans because by jove they I don't want to talk about Star Wars fans right now. Uh but I just don't know what anything about the Ron Johnson trilogy that's gonna bring people into theaters and sit them flat on their seats but I think Disney is a smart, greedy company, <laughs> but uh, I think they'll. I think they that Ryan Johnson. Like I said, I think Ryan Johnson's a good director. He'll make something work. I'll go see it. I mean, I'm not burnt out on it. I think like that it's good that the Disney's taking a break because I was I was feeling a little bit just with Solo coming out in the summer, and then Rise of Skywalker came so soon. Uh, but, wait, it's, no, we had to wait longer for Rise of longer, I think. But, yeah, I mean, I don't know, to think about the Ryan Johnson trilogy, I don't know why it's, how it's going to bring people into seats in the, when it comes, when the first installment of that trilogy comes out, but Disney definitely has a good smash hit with the Mandalorian. And I liked Middle Lord as well. I thought the first three episodes were just a little slow, but those last two—some of my favorite episodes of shows ever. I mean, I am not a big show guy, but I really liked the Middle Lord. That was very good. Um, and season two with the Circa Tano. I don't know. I think that that could work. Uh, just with. She's such a weird, honestly-looking character. I like Ahsoka in the later seasons. I thought she's annoying in those first two. Ugh, terrible. Just with the sky guy. And, oh, so annoying. But I think... I'm also going to bring up Clone Wars Season 9, because I think that that's... hers. Season 7, I'm not sure. But I, I like those episodes. I think they're pretty good. They're so short, honestly. Like, I'm waiting every Friday for this to come, and then, like, we'll have some cliffhanger after to wait on the week. But I'm, I'm I'm kind of excited waiting for this new episode to come out. But that's just a little bit of a cliffhanger last episode. I'm, so I'm excited. I think that this is definitely a good season. Um, I'm Kind of waiting for it to go somewhere, though. I don't see where it's heading towards. I know Darth Maul is supposed to come up in this season. But, I mean, didn't he die in Rebels? I don't know. I really don't, but uh, yeah, that's, like I said, I think that we're going to take a little bit of a break shortly, and no, actually, yeah, I think I've said everything honestly, Uh, so yeah, I think that we're always counting on Marvel just to put out really good content, and their future looks bright, but I don't know where they're heading. And I'd say, though, props to Marvel. They've done something no one might ever accomplish again. 23 movies, not a single flop. While Stars has 11 movies and has already had a flop. I mean, it's just insane what Marvel's accomplished. So I think that it's something that needs to be looked at a bit more. And just said that, like, people are always going into the theaters expecting a good movie. But really, like, that's insane. Just because, like, you can never really just trust that this movie is going to be good, but with Marvel it usually is. And I have faith in Kevin Feige. I have faith in Marvel. They'll make the right decisions, I'm sure. I'm a little uncertain on the future, but Marvel is a comic book, something unbelievable that people will try to copy for decades, maybe even a century. Um, so props to you, Marvel. Um, some of your stuff, it's so good. Uh, but give us something to look forward to with Phase 4, because I don't see it. But yeah, those are pretty much my thoughts on the MCU. I, that's something I've been wanting to talk about for a while. Um, just with everything that's going on or will be going on in their future, what they've accomplished, it's unbelievable. I, I I can't be reinstated more. Whether you're a fan or not of the MCU, what they've accomplished is unbelievable. Their first movie was a, was a... Like a hit Iron Man from a actor who had just gotten out of jail because of drugs. And the dude who made Elf was directing it. looked like it was going to be a bomb. It was a hit. And since then, Marvel has grown more and more popular. And has become a pop culture icon people won't forget for like centuries. Because eventually they gave set them up for that and, wow, it's truly unbelievable. It takes my breath away that I think about it. And I encourage you, if you've been listening to this podcast, just to think about it, because it really is unbelievable. You can look at these other franchises, like like uh, the Monsterverse, Transformers, um, just all these other franchises, the DC Universe, trying to copy this mold and failing. Uh, like I said, DC's got some hope, but these other franchises are Falling on their face, and Marvels soaring on into the sunset. Props to Marvel. Well done, Kevin Feige. Um, yeah. So those are pretty much my thoughts on the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Something I've been wanting to talk about for a while, as I said. Uh, so some so episodes coming up. I think I'm going to talk about a little more Star Wars coming up soon. Just with the fans. Uh, man, I have a lot to say about Star Wars, but. Uh, also, come up, we should have a review on Boyer with Tom Hardy and Joel Edgerton. So, uh, if you haven't seen that movie or have seen it want to hear people talk about it, uh, please do that. We'll be recording that with a special guest on uh, Saturday, uh, this Saturday. I'm recording this on Thursday, and that, that uh, we'll be recording that on Saturday. Uh, for those of you who uh, listen to the trailer, we have a... Uh, a podcast called the book and chill podcast uh you can check that out on wherever you find uh, podcasts um we're working on getting our first book with you out for uh the chronicles of Narnia, the magician's nephew um so if you like that series uh just wait for that episode i think it'll be coming out soon so thank you for listening uh, I hope you continue to listen to this podcast. I think if you enjoyed what we had to say. We're still working on the Batman retrospective. It's been hard. Uh, just having to get all that ready. It's been difficult. We'll have a three-way conversation, I think, between Patrick, Sam, and I. Uh, but I'm excited to continue that retrospective. So, yeah. Uh, if you want to contact us, come contact us at moviemaniacspodcast podcast twenty twenty at gmail Uh we value your opinion. Uh tell us what you think of this podcast. Please uh give us some suggestions, things you'd like for us to talk about. Uh and just let us give us some good content. Uh so yeah, you can find this on these uh recordings on Spotify. Uh please continue to listen. Uh for those of you who are I appreciate your support. Thank you so much. Um, that's been, that's been it. So thank you for listening. This has been Noah Newcomb, uh, host of the Movie Next Podcast.